Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Rogue Opinions Podcast. My name is James Baxter, and I'm here today with a couple gentlemen that need some scores settled, and the only way to settle that is within the kayfabe court. I'm here with Rahul Esnani and Carl Pierce. Gentlemen, how's it going today? It is going great. Cheers. It's going. It's going. It's going. It's going. All right. So, gentlemen, how, how's your week been before we dive into this uh, this new court case that's come across my desk today? How have you guys been? Super busy, Jimmy. I've been covering for my manager, so I've been working nonstop this week. Well, they do say that everybody is working for the weekend. They do. Mm-hmm. I've worked through the weekend. Oh. I need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna chill in possibly the best way possible, arguing to the death with inside the kayfabe court. <laughs> we've been here we've been here quite a few times before, and remember there is no appeals process and whatever the judge says goes, and this week I am your judge. Um so you guys wanna just get right into it? No. If Rose <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah we can well, what 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 do you what do you want to get into listen okay this podcast is shambolic for multiple reasons that do not involve me being really drunk no this no part, nothing to do with you rahul nothing at no. all no because there is injustice happening i have been told to censor myself this is unbelievable you, i have oh, been told don't even, don't even get into that my friend Listen, uh, people who are listening, I can't say it, but I have been told not to mention some stuff. Imagine well, that. It didn't happen yet, Raul. You can't bring up something that didn't come up yet. I mean... Look, the opinions of Rahul are not necessarily the opinions of rogue opinions, Jimmy <laughs> wow. or myself. My opinion is literally a rogue opinion. Yeah, a rogue opinion if you live in the South in America in the 19th day. <laughs> okay? nice guy? I mean that normal people every day don't go down that road, and we're not going to go down that road today, goddammit. Which road? The Old Town Road? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an old town for sure. <laughs> Somewhere in the South of fucking Dixie. <laughs> Dixie Carter. No, well, somewhere. <laughs> Dixie Carter. We'll we'll stay close swamplands when we can, okay? <laughs> oh God, let's just get this going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to swing open the doors of that esteemed Institute of Justice, the Kayfabe Court. Welcome into the courtroom, ladies and gentlemen. I am the Honorable Judge. Sir Jimmy Riot. Gentlemen, today we are going to be covering the 2003 Survivor Series Booker T note. Uh, for those who don't know or don't remember, Heidenreich and Booker T were discussing backstage their strategies for the upcoming match. And there's a knock on the door. Heidenreich retrieves the note and hands it to Booker T. On the note, it says, I still remember. Booker T pays it no mind, and they move on to their match. And it's never brought up again. The question brought before our illustrious court today is, what's up What's up with this note? Roel, we're going to start with you. Keep uh, in mind, yeah. keep in mind that, the, that we can go down a pretty rough route here. Mm-hmm. So, 
You know, you um, will you will have to stop if I feel things are going out of hand. That goes uh, for both of you guys. First of all, Your Honor, uh, Mr. Rahul Asnani could not be here. So he sent me, Mr. Tandy, to represent him. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Your Honor. Is there a problem? How how the court in contempt, Your Honor? This can't This can't court. Okay, okay. I'll send her back in. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. <clears throat> Hello, Your Honor. This is Rahul. Hello, Rahul. Present your case. Right. So my case is simply put, Hulk Hogan was the one who put the note outside. Booker T's locker room. Uh, <laughs> go on. That's it. I mean, I don't need to explain myself right now. I'll explain myself later because my, <laughs> first of all, my argument is pretty straightforward because uh, Booker T and Hulk Hogan have quite a bit of interesting history. And that's what I'm going to talk about in my arguments. Okay. All right. Uh, from that... Potentially dangerous uh, line of thinking. Over to you, Mr. Pierce. <laughs> yes, Your, Your Honor. I shall be using my full name today, Carl Montgomery Pierce V. And I put it to you, Your Honor, that the perpetrator was our very own Nathan. For reasons, I shall go in as this case proceeds. I swear to God, I swear to God, if Nathan Scandalous. Scandalous. All right. Um, so, all right. Let's uh, let's head back over to Raul real quick. Raul, you said uh, pretty pretty clearly that Hulk Hogan and Booker T have a pretty storied past. You want to dive into that for us? Indeed. Uh, it's not really detailed because they never actually met each other in the ring quite often. I'd go on to say they have never faced off against each other uh, in saying that when it, uh, the, these two share an important bit of history that will be remembered by everyone for years to come so in April of 1997 a certain duo of um, Booker T and his partner Stevie Ray accompanied by Sherry were being interviewed by Mean Gene Oakland and uh, while that interview was going on, uh, the atmosphere got a little tense. Everyone was riled up because they were trying to talk about their opponents. And in that heat of the moment, Booker T uttered the infamous words, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nice man. Booker T immediately regretted saying those words. The two never actually came to blows. But Hulk Hogan would remember these words for a long time. The situation was, for the most part, forgotten about. Booker T went on to achieve great success in WCW and WWE. Hulk Hogan continued his illustrious career, which involved a lot of stuff, which was a which we need we don't need to get into. But yes, he indeed went on to have an illustrious career. But Hulk Hogan, however, also had it in the back of his mind the entire time. He wanted to confront Booker T about it, but he was afraid his true self as 
racist allegedly might come out so he kept it to himself when hogan returned to the wwe in 2002 he felt like it was the perfect time to confront bukati but he chose not to until finally in 2003 he he left the wwe he was making his way to japan but before he left he thought of a way to subtly let bukati know how he felt so before he left for japan he came back took a piece of paper and with a tear rolling down his eye found a black sketch pen and wrote down i still remember he knocked down bukati's locker room to give it to him but he couldn't say what he wanted to say so he just stuck the note on the door and ran away thank you ano okay um as raul walks gracefully on that tightrope uh we move on back over to uh you mr pierce the 5th um you said that you you you've lobbied some pretty uh scandalous accusations against our own nathan care to elaborate yes your honor i put it to you the court the jury and anyone listening it's a long and torrid story and it all started one rainy march afternoon <laughs> a certain spoken word tour which was supposed to feature a certain mr bookerty was cancelled cancelled i tell you which broke nathan's heart as bookerty's number one fan he was shaken to the core quite frankly and this this took nathan years to get over he he got into bodybuilding dyed his hair blonde changed his name to hyden reich and discovered time travel he went back to the year 2003 to confront booker t when he would least expect it to get his revenge but he chickened out and his dad handed him a note that just said those words i still remember all right so on the one hand let me review before i head into your combating arguments i need to review some of the uh some of the evidence that's been presented to us we have Hulk Hogan leaving a vaguely racist note on a door or Nathan discovered time travel became Heidenreich to get back at Booker T for canceling yes. a spoken word tour. I mean one okay. of them is clearly more plausible than the other. Precisely. I I mean obviously I mean all you need is a DeLorean and you're time traveling, you know what I'm or, saying? Or a TARDIS. Or Tardis. I mean, I heard over in the UK you guys got them everywhere. So what? Everywhere, what? Literally. What? Um. All right, Raul. So you said that um, in t- 2003, when Hulk Hogan was leaving the WWE to go to Japan, he simply left a note. Now, why wouldn't Hulk Hogan just bust that door in and? try and speak to Booker T face to face for the injustices he was served 
at the hands of Booker T way back in April of 97? Your Honor, um, I think the answer is hidden in the fact that even though people criticize Booker T, not Booker T, I'm sorry, Hulk Hogan, for being a type of person that is not gracefully looked at in the society, in reality, Booker T is a nice, considerate, Booker T, I'm saying again and again, Hulk Hogan is a nice and considerate man. He's kind and he cared about how Booker T felt after years. He didn't want Booker T to feel horrible again because when that happened, Booker T felt horrible about what he said. He set a bad example for uh, people all around. So since that moment hit him so bad, uh, Hulk Hogan didn't want to remind him of that. So just at the moment where he thought he should just confront him and just get it off his chest, he held back because he cared about Booker T. Thank you. Okay. Um, Now, Carl, buddy, pal. um, I didn't get a pal. (laughs) <laughs> yours is coming well it was now that you mentioned it uh it may not come so you know be I'm on the sorry, edge your of your honor. seat i'm sorry uh, it's too late for sorries my friend um carl buddy pal compadre homie dog um <laughs> now you were saying a rainy march afternoon what year did this injustice take place and how did he go about discovering the time travel that led him back to 2003 to try and carry out his revenge? Well, the March day was this year, 2019. Of course, I understand proving that time travel was invented and found is hard. You know, it's difficult. I mean, this wasn't discovered until 2040. Sorry. 2020 is quite close. 2040. Amen. Okay. I'm getting nervous. I'm sorry. This is head to the court. Order, 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 order. I will not have this bickering in the court. Okay, Raul, you've had your time to speak. You've had your time to speak. Okay, shut the fuck up. Yes. Okay. Carl, continue. Your Honor, thank you. (coughs) So, anyway. Time travel was invented and discovered. Nathan somehow managed to get into this time travel and zap himself back to 2003. You know, I can't, you're just going to have to take the word for it. You can't, there's no way to prove it isn't and hasn't been invented in the future. There just isn't. So, the, so your so your argument is is that he there is no way to prove that there isn't time travel, so there must be time travel. <laughs> it's all timey wimey, wibbly wobbly, you see. And that that is a precedent that has been set, so it it stands to reason. Exactly, exactly. You stands to David, reason. What? You quote David Tennant himself on those words. Objection, your honor. The tenth doctor. Oh, Objection. we haven't. On what grounds? Wait, just because time travel hasn't been... Like, you can't disprove that time travel doesn't exist. Doesn't mean that it does exist. You're... you're, you're order, 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 order. Um, 
Raul, you're drunk. No, uh, you're gonna need to take a sip of water. And you need to. You're gonna need to get your shit together a little bit. Because I'm, I'm coming back out. I don't have water anymore. L- listen, I know it's a desert, dude, but you gotta have water somewhere. Wow, wow. There was a line I was being told not to talk about. Okay. You went there pretty much immediately. I did not. I said allegedly. Order, order, order. God damn it, order. Yes, you. All honor. right. Okay. Carl, do you have any? Uh-huh. Do you have any um, questions for your opposing counsel about his argument? Any questions I had were actually asked by yourself, Your Honor. Okay, Roel, same question. Do you have any questions for Carl and his argument? Yes, I do. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, you're saying that time travel... Okay, so what your story is that Nathan um, discovered time travel, whatever, in 2040 and went back to 2003 to do that because he missed a show in 2019. Is that correct? That is correct. So how do you know that he, that, a time, that time travel exists and that Nathan wanted to do all that when you're living in 2019 and not 2040? Because, Rahul, future Nathan came to me himself. You see, I myself was supposed to go to this show. And Nathan, he came and said, I'll get revenge for the both of us. Of course, he looked so much like Hyde and Reich. I didn't recognize him at first. And I basically nearly had a stroke. Oh. Once I got but, why? but why would he come to you in 2019? And not just know. go back into 2003? Why does he care so much about you? In 2019? The exact Secret. 2019, that exact time. Because you must be alive in 2040 as well, hopefully. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I had an accident. Who knows? Who knows? So, so your argument is based on who knows? Your argument is based on who knows and what ifs. Just no, no. It's it. Yes, of course it isn't. It's yeah, factual. Okay. Ladies, 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 ladies. Please, please. Okay. So what we have here is a case of he said, he said, timey wimey, wibbly wobbly, very near racist junk. Okay. So, as the judge here, I'm going to ask you one at a time to please state your case in a final argument styled plea to the jury. Okay? We're going to start with Raul. Raul, remember that that we are walking quite a fine line with you today. Yes. All right? And you will be shut down and removed from this courtroom. I have my bailiff here. He w- he is ready and raring to take you out of this courtroom. All right. Okay? Yes, no, he's very angry today. He did not get his supply of fried chicken from the colonel. He's very angry. Who? Wait, who? Boy, boy, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You see, he's very angry. He, he, very- wasn't, he wasn't prepared for... Carl Montgomery Pierce the fifth, you see. All right. So my closing, uh, my closing arguments, right? Mine. Thank you, Carl, and thank you, Your Honor. 
So, Your Honor, and to the jury, my final few words are Booker T made a mistake in 1997. Hulk Hogan at that time was the reason Stevie Ray and Booker T became as big as they did at the time. Hulk Hogan is inadvertently responsible for the rise of Booker T. And that, that he felt so good about that. But that one word that was uttered at the time always was on his mind. And he wanted to confront Booker T, but he didn't want to bring back those memories for him. So all he could do was find the middle ground and put a note outside Booker T's locker room that said, I still remember. And one second, one more thing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Anna. I have to say one more thing. It's okay, go on. Uh, unlike some people, my argument is not based on what ifs and what happens in 2040 and Nathan turning into Heidenreich. My argument is not based on such things. My argument is based on things that have happened and we know they've happened. Thank you. All right. Okay. Um, Carl Montgomery Pierce V, your closing arguments for the jury and your opponent. <clears throat> You're on that row. The jury and the millions and millions of listeners. Oh, okay. A couple. Tens. But, tens. Yes. <laughs> 299 from my last count okay i'm sorry on i'm sorry hundreds 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 thank you carl your your argument right rahul's argument against me is based on the fact that time is linear but scientists and people like myself know that time isn't linear it's timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly and things cross paths You see, thing, events happen concurrently and we just don't know it because of our human perception. But no, that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Nathan wanted revenge. He wanted a drawn out revenge. He didn't just want to go around bashing Booker T. He wanted to break Booker T. That's why I left the note. I still remember. But then he became friends with Booker T. He realised it wasn't Booker T's fault in the end. It was a damn transportation costs. So he dropped all pretense, all ideas of hurting Booker T. And that's why we, we never heard any more of it. I rest my case. All right, gentlemen. Very compelling, very uh, provocative, uh, very, very sexy arguments here in the kayfabe court today. But if I may tell you how i've come to my decision it is decision time here in the kayfabe court let's start with Ra- with raul raul we all know the situations that have happened in hulk hogan's life and career we all saw the infamous promo in april of 97 with harlem heat we know those things happened carl it is impossible to totally understand the depth the gra- the grasp of time travel but my only problem with your case thus far is that through the rules of time travel 
If it is brought up, if it is mentioned, you are then interfering with the time stream. So potentially, that means in about 21 years, Nathan will not discover time travel because it had been brought up on this podcast and set things into a totally different set of circumstances. Raul, you were you were you were informed to stay away from certain aspects of certain things. And I did. Barely. Um but you also did not totally disprove that Nathan got jacked, dyed his hair, and became Heidenreich. Also, Carl, with that particular set of of arguments, we would also then have to think that Nathan, as Heidenreich, had that little run-in with Michael Cole. And I just don't want to think of him like that. (laughs) So, I have decided begrudgingly that the winner of today's kayfabe court is none other than Mr. Raul Iznani. <laughs> Just as I've been saying. Thank you. I cannot, Honor, I cannot, hold on. Mistake. Hold on. I cannot totally go with your argument based on, I don't know how you bringing it up here today in the court will change the time stream. We don't have the evidence to support that you haven't already changed things for the better, for the worse, or if you saying this was actually the catalyst for it happening to begin with. There are too many variables. And that's that wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey junk that you were talking about. I'm sorry, Carl, I wanted to be with you on this one. I did. I went into this being on your side wholeheartedly. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I know you're not even lying. (laughs) And as much as it begrudges me to side with Raul, I'm going to have to... uh, I'm going to have to side with Raul on this one, Carl. Next time might be your time, but today it's time for Raul's win. Yay. We're going to head out into the hallway of the KFib court to wrap things up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the hallowed halls of KFib court. Gentlemen, a lot of interesting stuff went on in there. Um, Carl. I didn't. I didn't expect Nathan to uh, have been uh, accused of such th- such things as he was in there. And honestly, it almost went the right way for you. But how are you feeling after your first experience inside the kayfabe court? I still feel good because I know deep down in my heart I was right. And if you can't get your heads around time travel, you know that's that's fine. I understand. I- I got so scared there for a second. (laughs) Rock Hall is recovering from his loss. Roll, this is your, I believe, your fourth appearance in the KFA Court, but your first win. How does that feel? No, 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 no. This is my second appearance as a contestant. True. Okay, true, true. But it is your first win. How does that make you feel? Uh, to be fair, you know what? I deserve the first one as well because you won with saying nothing and I had porridge. I had something. But nevertheless, uh, I don't remember. Uh, that. Uh, porridge, porridge gate again. Porridge gate. Hashtag that. Open those 
dollars, and I will drag you back into that courtroom and hold your ass in contempt, sir. Okay, that case is over. I won, which I should have won because I was against um, Carl talking about Nathan B becoming a German something, which I, I don't want to use that word again, and doing things to Michael Cole after, from 2040 <laughs> to 2003. Well so I think I deserve that win. <laughs> oh, man. Fracking Cole. Motherfucker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of the Kayfabe Court. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Roel, what are your plugs today? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, KRally. That's it. You 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 want to spell that for the people? K, K as in Kayfabe, and Rally, R-E-L-L-Y. Okay. Uh, Carl, what are your plugs? So I'd like to plug my uh, Life is Strange podcast that I record with Nathan. We're due to record uh, episode five anytime now. Uh, I've done podcasts with Scott on Dominion, Double or Nothing, and uh, Takeover 25. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Carlos underscore Fire 89. <clears throat> I'm done. Beam me up, Scotty. Alrighty. Uh, and as for the brand, you can reach us at uh, Rogue underscore Opinion on Twitter, Rogue Period Opinion on Instagram, and I am at Mr. Riot. That's M R R I zero T uh, because you know Counter Strike was a thing when I was a kid. Um, and make sure to go back in our archives. If you like this episode of the Kayfabe Court, we got a few others back there in the archives. We got to create a band podcast where me, Nathan, and Raul build our own fantasy band and describe their career. Um, plus a whole bunch of other stuff. Stomping Grounds is mere hours away tonight, and we'll be, we'll be covering that here on the main feed uh, for you guys in the next couple of days. So no please way. make sure to check us out. I have no uh, idea. Which poor, no souls, idea. which poor souls are doing that? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm probably watching because I'm like, I don't know, I, I like wrestling, so well, I might have more time for you, so you might as well. Couple, but a couple of us uh, will be reviewing Stomping Grounds during the week. Uh, check out the new Retro Smackdown podcast that just started yesterday with uh, me and Scott Cloud. We started with the pilot episode from April of 1999, and we're going to go through the whole thing. We're going to start doing those pretty much every week um and if you guys like it just let us know remember to use the hashtag ebony and ivory if you listen to the episode you know what that's about and uh for me jimmy uh Raul, and carl thank you guys so much for joining us here in the cafe court and we will see you guys next time inside the hallowed grounds of the cafe court only here on rogue opinions bye everybody my handle was r kelly reversed thank you bye bye oh, for fucks for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs>
so I mean, like Carl, you had like the ultimate opportunity there to just like you just started using that he was Heidenreich and there was time travel, and I was like, this is fucking, this is it. I mean, I mean, it just it's like Nathan at the end of the day, like Heidenreich. Imagine Nathan just holding Michael Cole up as if he wants to fuck him. I mean, that, that's amazing, right? That's I, honestly, that's what turned, that's what totally turned me off from it. Like, I mean, I just don't want to picture Nathan in that way. I mean, ugh, like, <laughs> I mean, who who wants it? And I, I doubt even his girlfriend wants to picture him like that, right? <laughs> we all know Nathan has secret Michael Cole fantasies. I mean, surely it's obvious. Yeah, but, a small penis. <laughs> but, 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 you know, the amount of stories he had to take to get to that size, that's obviously going to happen. I think he became Heidenreich just so he could have a massive schlong. Well, that's ju- that's leaping to, to bounds, because, I mean, he was he was definitely on steroids. So, I mean, his dick probably shriveled up like a stack of dimes. I, I think Nathan realized that later, after he became him. So he realized that he cannot hook up with a hot chick. He had to hook up with Michael Cole. Well, I mean, it's 2019. Right? It's 2019 now. I mean, we, we can't I mean, them. yeah. To each his own. So, so yeah. we're not going to talk but, about the racist uh, tape of Hulk, of Hulk Hogan, right? N- no. No, okay. we, we... No, no, no. Okay. We're not, okay. We're not doing that. He, he used a lot of words that are probably going to get us taken off the air. So we're not going to do that. Uh, okay. I, I mean, it's out there. I mean, people have talked about it. Their podcasts have done well. I think we need to talk about it. So our podcast as well. Yeah, well, all right. Well, you know, I'll just, I'll start it up and we'll, we'll, let, let's try and be civil. All right, Earl? All right. Whatever you say. My hand is going across my throat in a, you know, cut it motion. Ah. Uh, too bad this is an audio podcast, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. We'll, we'll, we'll start this up in three, two. Thank you.